Do you hate your job? Of course you do. So do Liz and Noah. Now it's time to join their conversation so you can figure out how to quit your soul-crushing job. Hola, bienvenido. Ah. <laughs> when can I quit my job? I don't know how to say that all in Spanish. Probably oh. some of it. But yeah. You I, should look it up. Me llamo Noah y esa es mi esposa, Elizabeth. Hola, Elizabeth. Oh, hola. <laughs> ¿Cómo está usted? Oh. ¿Cómo estás? Bueno. Bueno. ¿Y por qué? <laughs> um, that just means yeah, why. I know. I know. Okay. It means why. I don't have an answer in Spanish. Sorry. I took Spanish Goodness. in high school. <laughs> yes. And I maintained some of it because I love Spanish. But mm -hmm. anyway. What made you go on that I don't tangent? Know. I was just doing something different. Okay. And I was, for some reason, uh, right before I started recording, I was thinking of uh, Welcome to Miami. Oh, yeah. Bienvenido a Miami. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Good job. Thanks. Good job. That's, yeah. Yeah. So here we are. It's, uh, another day tis <laughs> we just got back from the pool which finally opened on limited hours and mm -hmm. limited occupancy uh in our apartment it doesn't look like there's actually less chairs though to me no they just were spread out more yeah less group well i don't even know that like do you remember there being way more chairs than that out there like there were the tables they had the tables chairs, I, f I feel I like, feel like that's all like that's gone. Two the thirds of the chairs, chairs, maybe. Yeah, I guess maybe. There's and still a lot of chairs. It feels like yeah. pretty regular. Yeah. And they're and not all spaced six feet apart, for sure. Like, well, partially because no, it's, it's like pretty close. The people who sit in the chairs would be approximately six feet apart, though. I think it's about that. It's about that. I guess, or the groups of people, maybe, because yeah. friends will go and like six I'll be feet, by you. Like, isn't as far as you envision it like it's it's my wingspan it's my arm fingertip to fingertip if i mm. spread my arms out okay well i know that but I, but well, no it was great it was a beautiful day to go out to the pool is you said it's like the second time you've been in our pool since we've lived here third third okay well because twice this year <laughs> oh okay yeah because they finally will we have new apartment owners and they finally fixed the heater for the pool mm -hmm. um so they're clearly, I don't know if you, do you know what a value add yeah. land investor is or a real estate investor is? Yeah. So that's oh. what they are. Yeah. They're value add real estate investors. They have to be. Oh, okay. Because they, they bought the place. So basically. I thought maybe I don't know what you're talking about exactly. I thought you just meant like value add like more generally because I know about that. Oh. From like working at when you were at Verizon and that's how it was like at Indiana Tech. And, oh, yeah. But maybe yeah. you're talking about something more specific than what I'm thinking. Yeah. So value add real estate investment is basically you find like an apartment complex like such as our own, like such as. And <laughs> <laughs> for example. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then you find like, okay, like there's a lot of apartments with carpet in it. Okay. And they're ripping those out and they're putting flooring in. So basically there's room to raise the rent based on the amenities and the cosmetics. But like the structure is good. And like the, 
like let's say the air conditioners and the roof and all those kinds of things are good the structure like i said the walls the concrete and everything like that that's all good but by doing some like cosmetic cosmetic like they're they're replacing our old elevators with new elevators that are a little bit more functional and they fix the heater in the pool and they're redoing all the old looking apartments they resealed the parking lot they resealed yeah so they're doing all these things and basically so what that means is the reason they're either the old people who owned it weren't making that much money or that they were ready to retire but part of the equation is they're basically just going to crank up rent because there's room to crank it up but you're saying they're a company that specifically like a group of com- part of a group of companies that's called value add land investors oh no that well or so whoever bought it that's that's like a style of real estate investing it's oh, called okay. value add it's okay. like it's a strategy right for I buying mean, pre-existing with- structures you're not going to build something yeah. and you're not just going to take something over and leave it how it is the, oh, yeah. the strategy is buy something fix it up raise the rent i mean that i'm familiar with the concept of value add so yeah it, I, it makes sense but yeah. i guess i didn't it's know a whole it's a whole like genre of yeah, real estate investing. that i didn't really know that yeah. that was like yeah so, a genre good for us in the meantime <laughs> until we see the repercussions on our rent which has already happened a little bit which i was a little actually i, I think i heard some other people who were signing their rent just after like our rent literally was like right at the cusp of the covid shutdowns and we signed early because like each we up to two months early gave us an additional like ten dollars off per month early that we signed our contract so we signed up early so it was still raised but it raised like maybe forty dollars instead of sixty dollars or something like that per month and but i think so one of my coworkers at pizza hut lives here and i think they froze raising of rent during this time to maintain their occupancy so like if we had signed a month later or something we might have gotten it for the same price that we had before do you know what's annoying too like so i want to get your thoughts on lots of things (laughs) yeah good well that because of COVID, a lot of the amenities that we should be able to, that we're, quote, mm-hmm. paying for right now, we right. can't use. Yep. Like the gym. Now, granted, our gym is like, it's pretty. It's janky right now. Yeah. It's, it's, but, a, it's a, yeah. But we still don't have it. And there was a sauna in there. Yeah. And like, so thankfully, I mean, we do have the pool now, which is great. But like, I guess I just get a little salty about those things that it's like, oh, we're in Three Rivers Luxury Apartments. Right. And. Like, we're, I mean, we pay... Luxury temporarily on hold. Yeah, but <laughs> not your rent. Right, yeah, like, right. I don't know. Like, yeah, the improvements that you're not able to use are built into your current price, basically. Right, or even the... Not even the improvements, just the regular baseline stuff that oh, we Oh, right, yeah, like use. our lobby is, like, police taped off. Like, you can't even hang out in the lobby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like... Our office... We were talking about God. this today. They have like cardboard taped on all the windows. So you can't even see them in there because you can only go in there by appointment and wear a mask and yeah. shit like that. So, yeah, I just didn't know your thoughts on yeah. that. Like because of being a business. It's like, annoying. It's like I get, you know, they have to make money right. and stuff and they can't like maybe discount everybody's rent. I don't know. It's like right. 
but yeah, obviously, because I'm living here and I want to use like because I had actually used the gym for a little bit. Yeah, I used it a handful of times like, at least. I mean, I have my own gym membership, but I have used the one downstairs. Right. Well, this was even before I think you, we had our gym memberships. Yeah, we used it. But mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, I don't know how we got on this tangent. I don't know. <laughs> um, Who knows how yeah. we get on tangents. I still love but, living here, but no, yeah, it's it's awesome. I mean, we live in a high rise apartment downtown in our moderately sized city, walking distance to anything we could want to do to entertain ourselves, more or less. Yeah, um, I mean, at least Assuming. restaurants, bars, and other right. like festivals and things like that happen. Not that like, there are any this summer, but you know, yeah, because they're all closed down. But um, and they are well, the the they say that they're building a new large more state-of-the-art gym which we look forward to hopefully taking advantage of but assuming we're you still don't here. know like yeah assuming we're still here and seeing how prices raise or whatever we'll see we'll see what happens but so that's us uh complaining about our current living situation and that does relate to the topic i want to talk today about um, which is we are at like the growing pains stage of success and it's the part of success that doesn't get a lot of FaceTime and like you don't hear that much about other than like so we maybe in the movies this is what movies this is the stuff movies are made out yeah, of they should make a movie about us if you're a movie maker come see us we'll play ourselves <laughs> but but so like when we went to um when we went to 10x two years ago was it two years ago yeah it was well a year and a half ago um yeah year and a half so i am reminded of uh jesse the guy we both really liked that um has the runner yeah uh-huh who was married to the other chick Jesse, what's his name? Itzler. Jesse Itzler. Yeah. And he has this like boot camp that's like, I can't even remember, but I want to do it someday. It's like, um, it's kind of like a YOLO course, like where you basically challenge yourself in ways you wouldn't think and things like that. But so he was just like one example that sticks out in my mind where he talks about where Okay, he was a young budding musician, but he also, like, I think he was homeless and lived in a car for a little while and things like that. And um, Oh, I don't remember him being homeless, but no, anyway. No, it's possible he wasn't. But I think but that's... But he worked hard. I remember him riding his bike. Like, he had, like, a yeah. crazy... He did crazy stuff. Yeah. But yeah. It might not have been a long... It might have been, like, between apartments or something like that. I, I think I'm pretty sure I remember that, but... Um, don't it, quote us on it. But, but I know, know that's a part of a lot of success stories that people don't ever don't usually think about. Right. So there's there's like it's like earning your stripes. It's like when you're if you're ever to become a major success, you have to go through strife. You have to go through failure or, you know what the outside world would consider a failure, even if you don't consider it a failure yourself, because maybe you're at the point where you realize that 
not accomplishing a specific goal on a specific time isn't necessarily failure if you don't give up. But mm-hmm. so like there's this like, I don't know, this boot camp phase or this like you got to go through the ringer before before you can get where you want to go. Like that's the phase that not many people spend that much time talking about except for maybe their tell-all biography autobiography or something like that but like i feel like that's where we are in our journey right now like things are not easy yet like we've enjoyed some success um maybe not the level of success at this point that we had hoped when we first started but that's probably almost always going to happen and um so i don't know well do you have any thoughts off of that just what i said right there oh uh, <laughs> i guess no. I, had, I, I mean I you're just kicking off the topic so yeah I we're just gonna keep talking about so it. Yeah, do i have okay. thoughts on what we're talking about yeah eh. well yeah it's a good one <laughs> <laughs> so well okay so i think like we today we were talking about like how it's difficult and how it takes a lot of energy and things like that. And yeah, well, no, earlier today was down day for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we talked about this specifically. Right. And it made us think about wanting to share it with our listeners. Yeah. So Um, yeah, we're in the point where, you know, Liz is a little worried about burnout because she has a full-time job and she still wants to do wandering rosebuds and she's starting as an Arbon rep and consultant no, okay, okay. <laughs> yes <laughs> and you know and so i am i'm still working longer days than i envisioned in the land business and i'm doing more like tedious stuff than i probably should be doing at this point and i still have a part-time job even though it's like you know it's 10 to 15 hours a week or something like that it's not a lot but i still have a job or, you know, I have a job again, or however you want to say it. Um, but so today I was just trying to take a step back and look at things and evaluate our success and where we are. And and if this is like, well, I was also, okay, before I get into that, uh, I was also going to mention the quote that I think we've said on here a handful of times that I mentioned when we were talking about this this morning, that is, if you will live your life if you will do the things that nobody else wants to do for five years then you can do the things that nobody else can do for the rest of your life and i'm not sure if that's an exact quote and i don't know who to credit that to but that's that's a common phrase i said it a lot i thought it a lot we talked about it before yeah and we're we're not anywhere near the five-year mark of since we even started our business and when we started our business we were doing it like, you know, approximately two hours a day. We had full-time jobs, but it wasn't like we were doing some hard grueling thing or anything like that. Right. And throughout this whole process, we haven't really, it hasn't been grueling. I wouldn't describe it that way. Would you at any point? No, no. I mean, if it's at the end of a day, that's a hard day, then maybe it can feel like that. that. Yeah, um, yeah. In general, though, no. So, so that 
together with so that like living your life like nobody will to live your life like nobody can kind of thing combined with the stories of success that I've heard of the people and the trials and tribulations they had to go through of homelessness and like nonstop 24 hours a day beating down people's doors to get recognized and like the type of effort they were putting in makes me be grateful for where we are for the level of success we've reached so far does mm -hmm, that make sense mm -hmm. so like we are in our homelessness nitty-gritty <laughs> banging down doors to get attention phase but at the same time like i am working <laughs> 10 to 15 hours a week at pizza hut and i'm working on my computer and you have a job that you don't hate and you're doing like online facebook yeah. parties and things like that yeah. so if this is the depths of the hard part of becoming successful then <laughs> i think we got it pretty good yeah yeah that's privilege oh trigger word the p word <laughs> <laughs> yikes yeah. I don't know. You have any comments yeah. on that? I yeah. guess I could have led that into a question somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I could learn how to do a podcast some well, point along the way. Um. Yeah, it's it's a moment to to sit and like pause because at the end of the day, like we are in a in a privileged like position, like in the world. And right. like in this time. Well, yeah, I mean, 2020 arguably, is the best time to have ever lived. Right. For, so that's for privilege. anybody, really. I mean, right. So, yeah, I mean, I guess like. Not OK, this, maybe not anybody, but for most people, 99 percent of the population, not like, you know, sex slaves and whatever. We get it. That's right, not what we're saying. Right. I just want to put that in there. <laughs> okay. Anytime you can get the word sex slave in. Yeah. You know. That's, I mean, that's what I'm always talking about. So, no, I mean, I guess I was trying to, to, to share that, again, we're just human and we go through that, like all of the self-doubt and like for us, even though comparably to like, you know, these wildly successful people who, who maybe have been homeless or whatever, like... So I guess I have a couple things, a couple thoughts. So, okay. so one is like, it helps you look at like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't squander what I have because I'm mm -hmm. not homeless and because I'm, I'm not hungry and because right. I have opportunity. Hungry, literally. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, um, so it helps me like kind of snap back into being grateful, but and that's where we want to be like you and you and I know it like it yeah. and that's what we want to preach to people that's how we want to live but um but it doesn't mean we're not like doesn't mean it doesn't a suck struggle. sometimes yeah and that i mean so like today was a struggling <laughs> day for me and like kind of yeah. weekend actually we had um, a we had a bit of a heated debate this morning yeah and like so, I don't know. It's weird to be, like, I guess, transparent about it 
because when we really think about it and how grateful we are, it's like, well, we're just like a bunch of whiny bitches or yeah. something. The bitches yeah. was the word that popped into my head too. So I'm glad <laughs> we're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're, yeah. But but anyway, I, that's just where we are. I guess we just just yeah. want to be honest. Like it still can feel like it can suck, and like like I don't want to keep doing it. Like yeah, I've t- we've talked with our other friends who also like work for themselves. And like, I get it. Like the people who can just go to a job and work and be content and like, Mm -hmm. I totally get it. Like, and sometimes like I will find myself wishing that was what I wanted. Like, because that seems easier. Like, I'm not saying it is. I don't know. Like life is hard. Grass is always greener. Yeah. But like, but that will pop into my head like man if i did not care about working for myself and like owning my own time i could be by the pool every day that it's open like yeah and because that was like part of it too like i was telling noah like i haven't been able to like i went like a week or something without going for walks and like I hadn't been able to go to the pool as much as I wanted already, which to me those are really important for like how I feel. Yeah. And like it helps physically me. and mentally. Yeah, physically and mentally, it helps me. So when that, all of a sudden, it's like, oh my gosh, I haven't been doing that, and then I get really down about it, um, and then it then I'll spiral into thinking like, man, if only like if I could just like be fine having two weeks off a year and working at this job like it could be so simple and so great mm-hmm. so yeah. anyway so i i have those thoughts like because the other way is harder like you put i mean so i've been trying to think about that i want something that for what i put into it i get something out of it like how hard i work right. at something right so that's that's what i guess i keep coming back to which is why i can't be content where i am right because well and you have some kind of control over well everything really but like your level of success and things because you can be the best worker you could possibly be you could do everything perfectly at your per- current job and uh not only could it not lead to like like a significant raise this year or whatever because of their budget but they could go out of business right and so it's just like your your own fate isn't in your hands right yeah and it does it sucks like literally i could have the same raise whether i'm an average or a stellar worker Right. It depends on their performance for the year more than your performance, really. And I hate that. There's something I hate so much about that. that, And so that could be the industry I'm in, too. But I think a lot of places are like that. Like, I really... It's more about how the business performs than how your performance is. Right. At least for what I've had. Like, so maybe in different industries, it's a little different. And you see that. I don't know. I've never experienced yeah. that. <laughs> well, it's always like everyone gets the exact same race. Can I chime in a little bit? Sure. So uh, when I worked at a university do- doing admissions, 
It was the most micromanaged I've ever been and the most criticized and everything like that. And um, I take ownership that I didn't do my best job there. I didn't, I wasn't doing what they needed from me. And I, I see that now. I felt like I was going through all the motions, but like my heart wasn't in it and that's a part of it. But aside from that fact, they, so I felt very, I was being ridden a lot by my manager and her manager. And lo and behold, two years after I got fired, I did get fired for not meeting quota. Basically, um, they went out of business. So I'm sure a part in, in, in the time I was there, there was a really high turnover rate for everybody in every department other than the, the faculty. But like, yeah, we, me and the other, um, admissions rep came in to replace two people who left my immediate superior left and got replaced everybody in the financial aid department left and got replaced the dean was new the uh, administrative assistant was new um so like they had come in and swept everybody out so it was to save it was to save themselves basically and obviously didn't work right (laughs) so like had I even been stellar, all I would have done was prolonged my job at that place to just be laid off out of nowhere when they went under. Yeah. So I wasn't, right. I was yeah, only yeah, in yeah. control of keeping my job until the place went out of business. Right. So, yeah, I guess it just, it doesn't sit well with me, like, to know that. Um, and I think I've always, like, harbored a little bit of, like, I don't know if, what, the right word is like bitterness or resentment resentment with um like so i loved school i haven't talked about this in a while but like if you've been listening for a long time and like i probably talked about this in previous episodes like i loved being in school Mm -hmm. loved being a student um and it i would say it probably came pretty easy to me but i also worked at it like i worked i was a really hard worker right Um, You were proud of what kind of student you were. Yeah. And I would see students who would be slackers. Mm -hmm. And that just would grind my gears. Like, I hated that. I hated it. That was me before you met me. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was a good student when you met me, though. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you you were a good student in high school, right? Like, up until, like, your senior year. I got good grades. Oh. I, s- okay. I s- slid by on my natural genius. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, so yeah, like, I think I'm only just now having this realization, by the way. So, this is, like, off the cuff. I haven't been, like, secretly waiting to share this for a long time. Okay. All right. I'm interested <laughs> but, to learn. But I think that's why, like, in the workplace, that has carried over. And, like, why... I find it disheartening when the the hard work that you can put in is not met with an equal mm, like pay right. or like reward. Right. Um, like so in school, which there's like maybe a lot of bias and like school's not perfect and like even now I have maybe a different opinion of school, but like school's far from perfect. Yeah. But I felt like 
for the most part, you, what the work you put in was reflected in your grades. Like right. that's what you got back. I see. Yeah. Makes that sense. Was, yeah. So the slackers got bad grades a lot of the time. Not always. Like it's, yeah. it's not a perfect comparison. Right. But like that's kind of how it works. Right. You do the work. You show up. Mm-hmm. Then you get in the real world and you see lots of pieces of shit making a lot more money than you. Yeah. And it sucks. (laughs) So. Yeah. So maybe that's why like. What about to go uh, maybe not Freudian, but psychologist here. Did you feel like you had just rewards when you were like a kid with your parents when you like did the right thing? You don't have to answer that. Um, It's just something I thought of when you were saying that. Yeah, I mean, I was a pretty good kid, so. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like you got your just rewards for yeah, being a good I kid? Yeah, so. Yeah, for what they could do for us, yeah. Okay, I'm just trying to yeah. see how deep-seated this notion is for you. But it's different when you're responsible for yourself when you're a kid. Like, you're responsible, right, but right. like, when I became a student and it was up to me to make an A. Right. I did what it, what I, what it took to get an A. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't work like that in the workplace. Right. Right. Not, I mean. Yeah. Unless you work for straight commission. Well, yeah. So that's as we're finding, which is kind of what working for ourselves in these businesses is. It's like, are we right. working for it? Like that is right. commission. Right. Yeah. So with Arbon, with my boutique, with the land business. So yeah. So I'm just like now having this, like my mind is blown. Epiphany. Yeah. Because it's been something that I've felt for years and I didn't realize like that must be where it's kind of started. Yeah. Which like, does that add to your general job dissatisfaction? Do you think that you just didn't realize, put your finger on it before? I think so. Well, I mean, at least it puts it in a light that I haven't seen it. Like, yeah, because. Well, you also made a lot more money at your previous jobs too. So I don't know how that factors into the equation. Oh, I You mean in this job in particular? I mean, no, your your experience being a part of the adult workforce since college. Wait, so what is the question of what is? So who knows? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Am I more dissatisfied? Oh, yeah. Does it add to your general job dissatisfaction that you feel like you're not? So is it is it because of your current job because you make less? As opposed to your previous jobs where you made more? No, not necessarily because I think I have an easy job. Like. Yeah. With. It's like the other end of the other side of the coin of you get what you pay for. Yeah. Like. And. As we've talked about personally, maybe not as much on the podcast, but like I'm choosing to be there. I can look for a different job if I want. I have that right. freedom. Right. Like it doesn't mean I'm guaranteed it, but I can look for something else that pays more. That's yeah. harder. <laughs> or we actually semi-seriously talked about you becoming a pizza delivery driver. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, so I always know like that's in my power to do. Right. And so, yeah, so I think we both, maybe you maybe not with the grade thing and the school thing. You're, I mean, we have different like journeys of how we've got to like, you know, working for ourselves. But now it's like more clear than ever why 
and like with me wanting to do Arbonne and thinking about like, okay, if I just show up and if I like work it, like work the plan that's been laid out for people, just like for you in the land business and be consistent with it and don't give up on it, then you get return on that investment. Right. Like that time investment. Yeah. Um, so that's, I think, why it's like, it's still in my heart. Like, I want to do it. I like, and I really, sometimes I, I don't, as we've just said. Like, yeah. But because I believe, like, I can't stay at my job and be satisfied with myself. Right. Even if you had your boss's job, right? Yeah. Because, like, she even talks about, like, she doesn't get paid enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and well, she's basically but, like, she bleeds whatever colors what? <laughs> Arts United is yeah. like, you know, red, yellow, and blue. Yeah. Like she has like, that's her, that's her life kind yeah. of, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think I, I could see her finding something else at some point, like possibly, but anyway. Yeah. yeah so like, but I'm saying to, I'm to, be, for her to do her job, that's what she has to be. Yeah. Like well, that's her personality, eat, though, sleep too. And which is why, like, I don't know, like, she'd be someone who'd be really good to work for herself. Yeah. Because she's yeah. such a hard worker. And she, like, there is nothing really for her there. Like, right. I mean, right. as far as money, compensation. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of other perks. Mm hmm. Like, as far as, like, jobs go jobby jobs like right um and she used to work in banking like as a teller she wasn't like a okay wasn't a personal banker or, or anything something. Like that. yeah so yeah like i just know if i work really hard at that job it's not gonna pay off if i work really no. hard and consistently at these there's, jobs, there's no there's no exponential returns working as an employee right there are exponential returns working for yourself if you don't give up yes there you go there you have it nice and succinct but i mean it's hard of course it's hard so that's why yeah because if, so, every, yeah, if it we're was still, easy everyone would do it we still celebrate our successes and we've had a lot of them but like so yeah just like be candid with everybody like we are still in the hard part and so we're trying to be grateful for how easy our hard part is, even though it's like extra work for ourselves. And we, so two things I want to talk about, and I'll probably forget about the second thing before we end up talking about it. But the first thing was when I was today, we were talking and I said, I was comparing where we are now to where we are, to where we were like three years ago. Mm -hmm. when you worked for the partnership and I worked for the post office for people who don't know what that is. I worked for an economic development office. Yeah. I was an administrative assistant. It was just very officey. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you had ups and downs. Are you, you like, you liked it slash borderline loved it for a while. Yeah. It was um, a very intense environment. Right. Yeah. And so, well, you made a lot more money there. Yes. And. Well, um, like double. I made like double what I make here. Yeah. Basically. Right. right. Yeah. 
you made Clo- or close to double. Yeah, you made like f- over forty thousand dollars, maybe forty-five ish, somewhere in there mm-hmm. per year, which is really good in Fort Wayne. And uh, yeah, at that point, that was yeah, we we probably made close to the same. Yeah. Uh, when I worked for the post office. Yeah. Yeah, we and were between what? Yeah, so eighty and ninety k a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and wait, so why are we doing that? Why are we? Why are we still <laughs> well, doing yeah, that? Why? Let's go back. <laughs> Never mind. Let's quit. No. Um, so I asked you the question. I said, if we go back to that point in time, like when you had just started to become dissatisfied with your job and I had been dissatisfied with my job. And because we were talking, I mean, we were really talking about like how difficult it is right now, because I mean, for us, even though we are celebrating successes and things like that, doesn't mean it's not hard. So I brought up the question, like if we went back to that time and we asked ourselves, told, told ourselves where we are now, would we prefer it? where we were then so the difference being like we both have 40 40 hour a week jobs at that point you for the partnership me for the post office and we were working a little bit on our land business and now it's i work very limited hours uh, delivering pizzas and you work for a job that you at least tolerate quite a bit more i think than at the point you were then mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. you're also doing arbon and you also have wandering rosebuds which you had started to dabble with at that point um and the land business is bringing in you know x x dollar i mean between two and three thousand dollars a month for us right now like would we still want to be where we are now if we could choose Yes. <laughs> All right. That's the end. Thank right? you. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. So. Sorry, you, you phrased so very what I'm long saying, and confusingly, but. Yes. That's <laughs> that's my MO. That's how I operate. It's my modus operandi. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but no. So what I'm saying is like, okay, we're in a difficult spot, but look where we've come from. Let's be. Let's have some gratitude for where we are and especially compared to where we've come from. Like, right. Just because right now feels difficult doesn't mean we haven't made progress and significant progress and progress. We should be celebrating. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't phrase that as a question because like I said, I need to work us work, work us work on my podcasting abilities but <laughs> i'm saying like so what what if if you went back into time and talked to yourself back then and said this is where we are now i mean what do you think that would have inspired past you oh yeah to stay on the path yes and for what reasons what do we have now that we didn't have then that you that would have inspired you to keep on the path well i think we have more control even though it doesn't always feel like it 
I think we have a clearer idea of where we want to be than we previously were. Okay. So, I, and I feel like we're in a position like, so by control too, I mean like we, we now understand more how you take responsibility and own it. Like own your life, own your actions to get you to where you want to be versus like on some like ride of life that you're participating in. Like, Mm, yeah like 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 life happening to you right like it's the wind versus the sails again yeah so it always goes back to that yeah so like i think that's what we have now that we have an understanding of that and that if we take responsibility for our actions and like control our actions then we can control our future right if we're not where we want to be it's it's because because of of our actions right yeah. Where before I didn't really have that mindset. True. So I feel like True. that's what we have now. I mean, because what do we have now? I mean, we're st- we're living in a place. We have our cat still. We like we don't have like stuff. We don't have. Yeah. I mean, I love our apartment, and I, but I loved our house. So it's not like oh, we're in an apartment now, and yeah. so I don't really know. Like, we have more time freedom now that we live here because we don't have to maintain everything. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah sorry yes um so we we do have that but it's not like where we are right now is like so drastically like Mm -hmm. of a change because we're not right we're still in the same cars (laughs) yeah like so anyway i we don't want to get rich to to buy more stuff right and i mean i don't think you were poking at that like what do we have now like as far as physical things yeah or like money because we don't yet but i think we're just more aware of how much control we have right of our future all of it (laughs) yeah i i I remember the other two things i want to talk about but they well, the other thing I wanted to talk about and then another thing, but I feel like those could each be their own individual podcasts. And we've uh, we've put a lot of podcasting out this week, so maybe <laughs> well, we should save that. Do you want to mention what it is or just get it on record? It day? Yeah, get it on record. Get a little cliffhanger. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to talk about the, I guess it's a parable of... Um, the one inch to gold parable. Yes. And. Or it's one inch, not one foot. Doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> I think it's one. One inch sounds better. Okay. Um. And the other one is. I don't remember. <laughs> Good job. Thanks. <laughs> you should probably. I think write it was something. I think one. it was about something. No, because it's. I. That's why I recorded it. That's why I said it. Okay. Uh, I think the other one is something about IBC, but I can't remember. All right. All right. So you're welcome no, for all the content this of week. The storal is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you, do you have? Any summation of what we were talking about? Yeah. No, I think it's um, show up and be consistent. Fuck yeah. Just because that's that is what we're talking about is the urge to not do that to not show up. Oh, not yeah. Be consistent. Because oh, that's sure. what it is. It's like me saying I don't want to do it. Right. 
So yeah. Just show up and be well, consistent. And if you listen to this podcast, you have some kind of drive because we don't talk about anything like that interesting to people who aren't wanting to like work for themselves or anything. So remember your why. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, show up. 50% of success is showing up. So do that. Even if you don't want to successful people do the things that nobody else wants to do. Yeah. So that's our life. Do that for five years and you can live the rest of your life. Like nobody else can. I'm full of wisdom yes. today. Just All spin right. out wisdom, handing down life lessons. Good job. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening to When Can I Quit My Job? Please remember to support the show by visiting whencanIquitmyjobshow.com and clicking the Patreon and Amazon links. Also, subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tell your friends about us. Liz and Noah are not financial or legal advisors, and all information given on this podcast should be consumed for entertainment purposes only. Boo bee boo bee <laughs> What's on your mind?